Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. We all want to work less hard and get more done. We want to be more effective in less time. That is the key to performance. What if there was something that you could listen to, barely noticeable going on in the background, that just helped you have massive focus? If you have ADHD or ADD or you just have trouble focusing because you have a busy life or a busy household, this might be the thing. On today's episode, we're joined by Dan Clark, the CEO of Brain FM. And Brain FM is a platform, an application that has three settings to focus, relax, and sleep. And if you have listened to music to get into a flow state before, if you've tried binaural beats or if you've tried uh, isometric tones, or if you've just studied and learned with music on, you know exactly the power of what happens when you listen to the right thing at the right time, man, you just get super focused. That's what this is. So I experimented with this a little bit um, when I recorded this episode, and we dive into exactly how Brain FM works. The the potential of this platform is amazing, and the benefits are undeniable. And I've toyed around with it. I've really found it to be very effective. I've combined it with other things to help me focus. And in this episode, we cover a bunch of cool details. We talk about the patterns that affect different parts of our brains. There are little cadences and patterns that are woven into this background music from Brain FM that helps you focus. Uh, You know, music triggers those brain patterns, and when you can access those brain patterns for focus or for relaxation or sleep, uh, it helps you get into the ideal state. The studies, the science around this thing, using EEGs and fMRIs to look at the brain patterns, to use rhythmic patterns to elicit certain mental states, is how they go about creating these things, and they use composers and these algorithms to help create these soundtracks that you can listen to while you're doing whatever that will help you uh, focus more. Um, So we talk about why Brain FM is better than binaural beats. We talk about studying the application uh, for people with ADD. They're in the middle of doing a bunch of different studies to prove a bunch of this stuff, uh, but the initial indications show that this is massively, massively effective. What are neural oscillations? What are some tips for optimizing your experience with Brain FM? Uh, it's awesome because you can go get a three-day trial at brainfm.com. There's no promo code or anything. They offer that to everybody. So just go to brainfm, or brain, I'm sorry, brain.fm, and, uh, and or download the app and try it for three days. I would suggest trying it when you really have some stuff to do, when you really want to get a bunch done, like maybe on the back of a three-day weekend. And if you need to get, a, get into a groove during a short week, this is the time to try it. So I hope you get a ton out of this episode. We're just going to dive right into this episode with Dan Clark, the CEO of Brain.fm. And also, everybody, you can watch this on YouTube, um, Optimal Performance Podcast on YouTube. You can watch our conversation. And as always, uh, I, I encourage you to like this, to share this, and subscribe. Wherever, whatever platform you're listening to, please subscribe to this podcast. And uh, that would be go a long way to to helping me create more and more high quality content every single week just for you. Also, you want to learn more about what I do, go to seanmccormick.com. That's S-E-A-N mccormick.com. You can learn about my coaching. You can find the uh, 
archives of OPP episodes. And also, for those of you who have participated in the pilot studies for Virtual Biohacking Assistant, there's more to come. Thank you for your feedback. Really appreciate all of you that that, uh, that did the survey and got the great results, and I really appreciate your feedback. I, you know who you are. Thank you. Uh, if you ever want to touch base with me, send me a line, sean at seanmccormick.com. Say hi. Send me some show suggestions. Tell me about guests you might like to hear or have on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at McCormick. Okay, everybody, without further ado, we're going to dive into this. Dan Clark, the CEO of Brain.fm. And we're here with Dan Clark, who's the CEO of Brain FM. Do you call it Brain FM or Brain.FM? Brain.FM. Awesome. Welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. So for me, this is really exciting uh, because I'm a nerd in performance and the how the brain works, you know. And for me, uh, in, in the world of biohacking, this is some of the most accessible and effective sort of tech you can use. You know, you can you can track in an aura ring and do all this stuff, but but what works and, and, and can you notice that it's working? So I'm really excited to, to jump into this conversation with you. Um, I guess one great place to start is to, to hear how it is that you got involved with this sort of technology. Like what, how did you get into this? Yeah, great question. So um, I've always been interested in technology and growing businesses with it. Um, and for a while, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of classic drop out of high school, build a business, sell it, keep doing that over and over again. Um, and I was doing that for a while. And then eventually I hit this point where I realized I wasn't hitting one of my core values of helping people. And I kind of was just optimizing for money. Um, I ended up quitting my digital director job at an advertising agency and was just trying to figure out what to do. And I actually tried brain FM when it launched. So I'm not a founder. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And I, you know, I, and I've dabbled in biohacking, um, which I have to be very careful of saying on the show, but, um, you know, I, I've done the nootropics, I've done all the different things. And this is one of the, the first applications on the first time I was like, whoa, what is this? Um, and I was so interested in it that I ended up calling, ended up working for free, uh-huh. um, started building out the tech team, and then, uh, you know, skipped forward a few years, ended up becoming CEO. So it's uh-huh. been a wild ride. That's cool. You were so into it that you decided, you know what, I just want to go be involved. And then there, here you are. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's so mm-hmm. cool. So I, I think let's start with a really high level view of of mm-hmm. what this is and and before we dive into the into the the technical aspects, what's happening in the brain, why it works, how you create it, all these cool things, like could you just give everybody a very high level understanding of what Brain.fm actually is? Yeah, sure. So we basically make functional music designed to help you switch into mental states and then stay there as you're listening to the music. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. You could tweet. Let's tweet that. Let's mark that. And tweet. They're tweetable. Um, so I, I think I think uh, one place that I sort of came from, and I think a lot of people will, is you know we know that when we listen to music, noise, sounds um, yep. put us in different states of consciousness and. Um, a lot, so many people are working from home and they've really had to sort of totally change the way that they approach the work that they do. 
And, and so, um, I think a lot of people will have some sort of reference for, yeah, when I, you know, work out, I like to listen to this. When I'm working at the computer, I like to listen to this. And, um, so, um, one question that I have is, is how similar or, or dissimilar is brain.fm from like binaural beats? Yeah. Great question. So, um, the, I guess you, you, let's unpack a few things that, that you started bringing up. So, um, I guess maybe even a high level, maybe this is what you're really asking me before is the way this works in opposed to regular music, um, is that you have different kinds of patterns and different modes of thinking, right? So we're talking, we're doing podcasts right now. We have a certain neural pattern. If you were to look at it under EEG or the blood flow in your brain. And when you listen to certain types of music, um, what's happening is we're, you know, sometimes those trigger those patterns um, in our brains, right? That's why we feel good when we, we're listening to music or why we want to dance and like things like that. Um, and it's not necessarily patterns that make you want to dance. It's more of like you're getting into the happy place, you know, your emotions. A lot of times the um, our emotions, um, they really lead, you know, a lot of things, right? And um, what Brain FM is, is we've been able to uh, use science to start looking at patterns, you know, EEGs and fMRIs, and basically create patterns through rhythmic pulses and music to help you switch into those mental states, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the way that Brain FM is different than binaural beats or isochronic tones or the way this has tried to been done before is uh, binaural beats are basically these different frequencies, so one in one ear and one in the other. And the idea is if you play them in your ear, in your ears, your brain will combine them together in your brain and it will launch into, um, you know, better focus or whatever you are looking for. Uh, the challenge is that your brain is really sophisticated, right? So I work, we have neuroscientists on the team and we know more about Pluto than some parts of our brain, mm -hmm. right? We don't know how memories are stored or, you know, all that stuff. And what the simple... The answer is basically our brains are really complicated, so we need a little bit more um, of a complicated solution to be able to help us elicit, you know, focus, relax, or sleep. Um, binaural beats uh, got some really great um, publicity when they came out because they do affect your brain um, when you're listening to it. But over time, that effect degrades, and then that effect isn't always good. Mm. So if your if your heart rate increases. That's great if you're trying to do that, but if you're just trying to measure heartbeat, um, you don't necessarily, it, it, if it goes up or down, it, it matters, right? Yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're really trying to create those patterns um, in music that not only have an effect on you, your, psych, uh, your physiology, but also are the effect you want to have and stay there. Yeah, does that make sense? Totally does. Now, when you suggest, when yeah. you say that the that binaural beats sort of has a diminishing effect, do you mean like if you do it every day for seven days on the eighth day, it's going to diminish, or do you mean like within the experience while you're listening, it's sort of an unpredictable response? Yeah, it's actually the latter. So on the first experience you have, um, you'll you know uh, it depends on the different kinds of levels or whatever. But um, over first five minutes to 10 minutes, you're going to see depreciating returns in the first session alone. Hmm. Um, and the, the challenging part about distinguishing this, and the, one of the reasons why we rely so much on science, is because there's so many other things that are meshed together with people's experiences. 
So, you know, as you know, the things that you eat can change your mood, change what kind of zone you can get into. But then there's also other psychological triggers that can interfere with their ability to recognize, focus, or uh, relax. Because some people come to me and they're like, Dan, binaural beats have changed my life. Hmm. And I don't mean to take that away from anyone, but there's other things that go on, like uh, triggers and, and different kinds of effects that can happen. And what we're trying to do is be able to give life-changing you know, opportunities to people with music, but then also be able to show that through you know, fMRI um, and uh, EEGs and really just basically scientific data to prove that. Um, and we, this is probably fast-forwarding way too much, mm -hmm. um, but we're using our same technology um, to help people wake up from uh, post-op surgery. And we're help, and some of our preliminary pilot studies are helping people wake up 200 to 300% faster than they normally would. Wow. So the effect that we're producing in the brain can be measured. It's real. And we're not only helping people focus, relax, and sleep, but there's also all this really other exciting technology that we're exploring too. Whoa. Oh, man. And, and it doesn't take, you know, a, a smarty pants to know that, you know, how quickly you come back from being sedated is important to like um, not injure your brain because the longer that you're under, the, the more damage to the brain, right? Well, that's, I, I can't speak on that because um, I'm not an anesthesiologist sure. and, and I know <laughs> by working with too many doctors, not to say that, <laughs> but I can tell you that from a neurological level, um, we don't fully understand the mechanisms of anesthesia. We understand the effect it has on the brain but the reason on why it has that effect is actually disputed. Hmm. Um, and we're probably going into a, you know, a, a, a big tangent here, but, um, but you know, it comes to the point of, of what you originally said is that you know, we really try to make sure that everything we do is science first and science led. So we can uh, yeah. say, hey, this is a product that is gonna work for you. Um, and now just uh, use it, enjoy it. Um, and then you know, we're trying to, because I'm kind of my our own worst critic, and we want to make sure that we, we always have that data to support what we're doing. You're you're hitting those high notes for me. It's I I love it when CEOs, founders uh, are skeptics at the same time. You know, it's like we're not we're not you know we're not trying to do smart marketing and, and wrap a bunch of snake oil up and sell it to you, but we want to be you want to be guided by the science. So so let's talk a little bit about the science. You know, uh, it's clear that sure. you guys are. Are, are are in the process of proving this and have done some studies. Uh, you could walk us through what you've learned. And, and uh, it's okay to get into the weeds a little bit and get into the minutia of the science a little bit as much as you as much as you'd like because our uh, I think it's important to this. But uh, tell us about tell us about the science. One quick announcement from one of our sponsors and then right back into the episode. This episode of the OPP is brought to you by Inside Tracker. You see, this is the biohackers best tool for actually quantifying what's going inside your body. You know, if you wanted to go get blood work done from your doctor, they would have to have some sort of reason to justify it so they could bill your insurance. You'd have to be sick in order to do that. And that is a major barrier for people who want to know what's actually going on inside their body. So that's where Inside Tracker comes in. You go into one of their partnered labs where you can go get a blood draw somewhere local to you. Then you send in your blood and they run it through their algorithms to figure out what actually is going on. 
So you get a full report. You figure out where you're deficient. You figure out what in your body is actually optimal as far as your hormones or your calcium levels or your stress. And this was a huge key for me because it turns out that even though my biological age is 38, my internal age was 47. And it was because of four or five different things that now I'm working on to improve. And you can do this too. If you go to Inside Tracker, dot com slash optimal you can get 25 percent off their entire store it will give you a clear picture of what's going on inside of your body and then you can measure what's going on with your diet and exercise and whether it's helping you or hurting you and then you can get an idea of what you can do next in order to improve your internal health it's ultra personalized it's science-backed it's optimized it's not what's normal it's what's going to be optimal for me for you super awesome platform i can't say enough about it so go again to insidetracker.com slash optimal and get 25 percent off okay back to the episode uh, tell us about tell us about the science yeah, so there's a lot, and and I only know a limited tech, uh, a limited portion of it because I don't have my PhD in neuroscience. Um, but there's there's a lot of really interesting things. So one, we've done um, a lot of different kinds of studies. Um, we do partnerships uh, through Northeastern University, um, and we also uh, have grants from like the NSF, right, to fund this, um, particularly in can this be an effective treatment for people that um, score higher in ADHD, mm. um, you know, levels. Um, and trying to figure out, okay, well, how can we, again, use music that everyone has the ability to use and how can we, um, you know, really deliver this in an effective way? Um, and that's kind of where, you know, all this starts and some of the interesting things that we've really seen in science and things that blew my mind by going into this is really the level of, um, academic veil almost, right? where you talk to neuroscientists who are some of the smartest people I, I know, and they say things that are like common knowledge to them that to mere mortals like ourselves, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, what, you know? Um, and, and, you know, I'm saying that more jokingly, but there's a lot of really interesting things. So when you look at um, the br way Brain FM works is using those patterns, the way it's, it's working on a functional level in your brain is we're, adding modulations to music in certain patterns. So if you listen really closely, you'll hear this slight almost helicopter effect. Um, and what's happening is we are going up and down in certain kinds of uh, patterns, as we were saying. And when your brain is decoding that, taking uh, from a vibrational wave into an electrical impulse, as that is decoded, that passes through different parts of your brain. While that's doing it, it's actually aligning your functional networks in your brain to start communicating at the same frequency. Um, and what's happening is we're able to create patterns in your brain to allow you to um, really like push into a certain state. Um, it's kind of like if you're running. So if you're running and there's a wind on your back, it feels so much easier. And that's kind of the effect that's happening inside of your brain. Um, and then we can measure that by looking at your brain under, you know, an fMRI and seeing consistently how your blood goes to the prefrontal cortex, which is, you know, associated for deeper levels of focus, for example. Hmm. Um, so it's really interesting on that. Um, one of the reasons why audio and why we choose to do audio in this, uh, in this way is because your hearing is very, very sophisticated. 
Um, so most people would say that you know your eyes are the most complicated thing on on a human. You can't really it's apple and oranges. You can't compare it. But what's really interesting is that your ears are just as sensitive in different ways as your eyes are, because if you think about it from an evolutionary level, um, all of our senses are just created to keep us alive and to keep us going, right? And you know, 30,000 years ago, the, the people that didn't react to certain kinds of sensitive sounds, um, you know, they, they didn't live, right? Um, there's a lot of really interesting things. So um, this may, this, I, I'd love to hear uh, your reaction to this. If I told you that humans could hear if when I'm pouring water, if it's cold water or mm. hot water, <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, when I really think about it, I think maybe there's a there's a maybe a, a slight detection of like a, of a viscosity or th- I don't know, like a thickness to the to the hot or cold. I don't know. It, it's interesting, right? So you can like picture you can picture the different water and you can kind of have an association with that. And there's studies just like that existing because we're starting to understand the sensitivity levels that we have. Mm. And you know, you can do similar technology modulations in vibroacoustics or other kinds of um, things, but by doing it via audio, the sensitivity level that we can do while you're already using your eyes and your other you know, parts of your body, it just, just turns into background noise. So it's like an assistant on whatever you're trying to do. Mm. And we're not competing for things that are are taking your attention. So we're not strobing lights in your eyes or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's so much more stuff that we can go in on science, but it's, um, that's some of the stuff that just really, uh, I love, uh, learning about myself. Oh, it's fascinating. I, again, I think it's, I think it's represents a really applicable and a really appropriate way to increase your performance. And that's, you know, the namesake of this, this podcast is optimal performance and <clears throat> whether you're, trying to hack your sleep or trying to hack your focus or your stress levels. Um, you guys have thought through all, all three of those. And uh, I, 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 so I think a lot of us, again, I, I try to think about the way that people use sound, use music. You know, some people use uh, white noise. Um, most people mm-hmm. have never heard of brown noise, that there's such a thing as, as brown noise. Um, I, I also have been a fan in the past of listening to um, like movie soundtracks while I, while I studied, yep. I started in college listening to, to movie soundtracks because I don't want to hear the lyrics. I don't want to f- be focusing on the lyrics. I, I want to just hear the sound. And there's something about, you know, a, uh, Christopher Nolan, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh movie score that just helps me just kind of laser in and, and focus, uh, in a really cool yep. way. Uh, what I've noticed is is in tinkering around with this. By the way, I love it. <laughs> I I love it. I I'm I'm skeptical too uh, of things, and um, you know I I get a lot of opportunities to try products and try platforms and test this and and tinker around with that. And within one minute of listening to the first focus track, I was like, oh my goodness. This is, this is, this has definitely, this definitely allowed me to shift into a zone and now I've been using it every single day. Um, how similar, uh, well, no, I'm, I'm curious about the, 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 the creation of the music itself. What, what is the process of creating, you know, again, to clarify for people, there's, uh, there's focus, relax and sleep. And those are the three categories at which, uh, brain FM works 
Um, how do you come up with these with these different soundscapes? Yeah, so um, I actually want to go back to one thing you just said, and then we'll zoom into this yeah. question. So it's actually interesting you said that because the the songs that are most close to Brain FM are actually movie soundtracks. Sure. Um, and the re and the reason why is because they're built to be background noise, right? And they don't have they don't have um, uh, you know people speaking things like that, right? Um, there's a lot of rules that we follow, which we can we can dive back into later. Um, but there's things like no speaking. We remove salience, which is the difference between high and sharp sounds. Um, so it's not like cymbals or anything. Um, and it allows us to be able to control the environment um, so you're not thinking about it and it just fades in the background. Um, but as far as how we make the music, uh, great question. So we actually um, believe in using uh, the best of both worlds where we use human creativity and we use um, smart AI or algorithms that allow us to control the music. Mm. Um, so what we do is we hire video game artists and, and soundtrack um, um, or sound people that make soundscapes for a living. Um, and we have a wonderful team of composers. Uh, we're actually hiring right now, if anyone's interested. <laughs> nice. um, and uh, what we're doing is they are using um, and they're creating like the idea or the the wrapper for this music. So they are saying, OK, well, I want these types of uh, musical instruments. I want this type of um, pace and, um, you know, all these different things that they build. And then what they're doing is they're assembling it in this rough order of different kinds of arrays and objects and things like that. And then we use a smart algorithm that basically knows the neural model that we're using and helps the musician to create a, a, a soundtrack. Because really what's at the core of it is all music is its timing, right? Mm -hmm. And different kinds of uh, math, right? So we have musicians that are really good at being creativity or adding creativity. And then our AI makes sure all the math works out. So you're actually getting the effect from the neural models that we've tested. And then from that output comes a piece of music that sounds good and is effective. Wow. <laughs> when did you have that first moment where, I mean, you, you, you loved this, this so much that you decided that you wanted to be the CEO. What, <laughs> what, tell me about your moment where you're like, holy cow, this, this, this is really something. Do you remember it? Yeah, totally. So it wasn't the moment when I uh, I want to be CEO my first time. Um, I never <laughs> never assumed that. But um, yeah, so it was actually the first time I used it. So give you some background on me. Um, I used to be a night owl, so I used to work mm -hmm. from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. because that one that's when I could find flow state like like that, right? Um, and I just do that all the time. I used to go to when I was younger. I used to go to the bars and like meet friends and then go work. You know, uh -huh. and I just. I could always find that like that flow is so much easier for me. And that's one of the reasons why um, I actually like dropped out of high school, like I mentioned before, is because my brain just never functioned in the morning. Um, and there was, you know, I, I ended up quitting my job. I was looking like doing some soul searching and came across Brain FM. And it was like, I don't know, like 11, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And I like fell into it. Right. And I was using it and I was just like doing stuff. And then. I took my headphones off and an hour passed and I did all of this work and I was like, whoa, what, what is this? And then for the next week, I try to break it. So I like would stay up all night or wake up in the morning at 7 a.m. and try to do it. And it was after that first week, that's when I was like, this is gonna change the world hmm. and I just wanna be part of the ride. 
and that's when I got so inspired to call the company and, and go on. Wow. I'm curious about the three categories the, that, uh, that you guys have, have keyed in on, focus, uh, relax, and sleep. And I wonder about what other – I'm. <laughs> It's like, okay, these are great, but what else? You know, what else yeah. is coming? Is there like a, you know, is there like, you know, libido enhancer or pain relief or are there other areas, you don't have to overshare, you know, anything you're not comfortable with, but are there other yeah. areas that you guys are looking at now? Yeah, so um, great question. So by the time this comes out, we'll actually have a brand new, brand new app with brand new branding and all that stuff. So the stuff you're seeing is a little, will be a little bit outdated by then. Um, but what we're doing is we really try to find mental states that people can associate with that they they want to have. So one of the reasons why it's focused, relax, and sleep is because those are really the modalities that people usually need throughout the day. And then um, part of the rebranding that we're moving into is making it really easy. So inside of focus, we have creativity, deep work, and then learning, mm. right? Inside of relaxation, um, we're putting in like chill, um, recharge, and then meditation, and then inside of sleep, it's power nap and deep sleep, right? So we're trying to make it easy for people to be able to recognize and jump into those. And we have some fun timers and different kinds of things that um, people have been requesting. Um, and then outside of that, um, you know, we've really done a lot of testing on, on some other opportunities. Um, I've, I've talked before about workout in the past on podcasts, um, and it's something that we know we can do. Um, but we didn't realize on how difficult it would be. So mm. what's happening is every single person is different. And when you think about it, when you're focusing, everyone is pretty much sitting still and, you know, working on a computer or, or you know, maybe painting or, you know, whatever, whatever they're doing, writing. Um, but there's not a lot of um, – there's not a lot of, uh, there's probably the least amount of variables in there to contain that, where if you compare someone running to riding a bike to, you know, Olympic weightlifting, right? So that's something that has been our, on our radar for a little bit. And we're currently in testing with a couple uh, teams to be able to support that um, for uh, uh, performance training. I guess that's, that's all I can say right now. Um, so that's something I'm really excited in. Um, and then I mentioned some of the metal, medical applications before. So um, there's there's really interesting things because we're at this bleeding edge of neuroscience science where we don't really know. Um, and I say we as in the scientific community, but like there's some things that uh, we're trying to figure out what is possible. So that could be pain management or it could be um, maybe even like negating pain in the beginning. Hmm. Um, so one of the things that we're doing in our testing, for example, um, and how this all started was um, I was in the emergency room with my girlfriend who was there and I wasn't getting an operation. I was freaking out, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And and I realized, I was like, wow, like, like this must be a very uncomfortable situation for people. And, and, the, and I started doing research and, you know, Imagine, I, I don't know if you've ever had a major surgery, but if, you know, if you go under the knife and you don't, you're like, it's, it's just scary. And um, that happens where people are really stressed out. That stress can actually, um, you know, induce like cardiac arrest in some points in, in, in like older populations, right? And what we really designed is just make a patient experience better 
And from that, we're like, well, I don't know why these people are waking up to 200% faster. And literally the doctor's calling us up and they're like, this is weird. We, we didn't, we weren't, um, this is something we just like our nurses started noticing. Hmm. So I think that, um, you know, with focus, relax and sleep, we, that's our bread and butter. We have, you know, a lot of people using those. Those are some things we're really proud of and, and making better. And now that we have that, we're really exploring all of these other possibilities. Um, but from what I've, my experience in the company, I, what I can tell you is that while we're exploring things, we really discover stuff because we're, you know, we're trying something and it's, it's really experimental. Um, and, you know, I think there's a lot of possibilities out there. Um, so I don't know if I answered any of your yeah, question, no, um, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, uh, it's really exciting cause, uh, we're, we're just trying to figure out wh what the limit of this technology is. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm kind of curious just to go a little bit deeper on it. So when you're, when you're breaking out, you know, making the distinction between like power nap and deep sleep, is that backed by, you know, um, a hypothesis around, uh, brain activity? Yeah, actually it is. So um, the the brain activity for power nap and deep sleep is different because the modalities is it's it's created to actually be playing the whole time you're sleeping, right? Mm. So people don't use that. I always recommend whatever works for you. So some people put it on for the whole night. Some people put it on for the first hour and then they shut it off. It's it's you know whatever is is best for you and in, in your circumstance. Um, but the idea is that, um, power napping, we actually thought of, uh, have you ever done like you have to take a nap so you pound of caffeine and then you fall asleep and yeah. then you're like, wake up and you're refreshed. Yeah. That's actually what we're doing in our power nap stuff. So it's, it's kind of similar to a relax where it's like a relaxation thing and then it enters into sleep, uh, neural pattern. And then it actually enters into like a recharge neural pattern mm. that we have. So what's happening is you're kind of like stacking in a different way. Um, and then the whole idea is that you wake up refreshed in 20 minutes um, and, and are ready to go after it. Um, while sleep is we're really trying to have really long. Um, so if you listen even to the uh, that helicopter effect, it, uh, it's kind of hard to hear. Um, but on sleep, we have these really long waves. And that's because we're, you know, trying to, you know, you're not doing a, a, a crazy activity. We're trying to sync that and you can actually hear it the most in sleep. Um, and we're really trying to make sure that, you know, when people have sleep, they're reaching the deepest levels they can have. Um, and it's really fun too, with everyone having aura rings and all that stuff. Um, so, cause you can actually see the difference in, in some circumstances. Yeah. I, I'd love to hear a little bit about, I mean, tell me about the popularity. I mean, has it, uh, has it caught on, um, the way that you thought it has, like how long has it been around and, and how many users, how much, how, you know, obviously share however much you're comfortable with, but, but how popular yeah. is this? Yeah, sure. So, um, I think it's in the beginning. Um, you know, I look at companies like Headspace and Calm, which are mass market, and I think that they're really leading the way for companies like ourselves to really, um, you know, get people interested in audio as a tool, right? And then once you're in in Headspace or Calm and you're like, this is great, but I want something maybe more or I want results consistently at the same time, um, they're really looking for an upgrade um, and they, they come to us. Mm. Um, so we're, we're probably in the beginning of it. Um, we've had a couple million people try us and uh, we have uh, a, a 
I, I, we can't. We actually don't disclose our, our, our numbers publicly. Sure. Um, but we have we have a, a, a good subset of that number using us actively. Mm. Um, but you know, when I look at companies like Headspace that has you know eighty million people using the platform, um, it's it's something that's inspiring. And I and I, we look at okay, how can we um, also be in the same kind of caliper? where um, we're providing a service for that, you know, switch in. Um, and the cool thing about this is that it's not for just people that speak English, right? It's for yeah. anyone that's human. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter where in the world you are. So I, I think we're really early in the time. Um, and I think over the next few years, uh, we're going to start accelerating with that. Yeah, the, 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 the language barrier I hadn't even thought of. But yeah, you're right. You don't need to, you don't need to know how... Yeah, I, that's 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 really cool. It makes it more accessible for people. Um, uh, tell us, tell uh, explain the model um, because I think people are like, yeah, it just sounds friggin' awesome. I want to try it. Uh, explain explain to people how the model works for you. Yeah, so uh, it's just it's a pretty standard subscription model. Um, so basically, we do forty nine dollars a year or seven dollars a month, um, and we're you know just you come into the platform and uh, you, you get guided through. Okay, are you sensitive to sound? What you know? What are you looking for? Do you want more results, or do you want enjoyable music? Because we can actually change that depending on it. Um, and what we're really trying to do is just give someone, um, you know, a low cost, immediate solution that can get someone in. Um, and our biggest thing is is numbers, like you were saying. So um, we believe that we can serve. Um, so like, sorry, we believe that we can be the same thing as headspace or calm or whatever so we're we're not going for signing up 10 people or a million people we're after the 100 million mark um and that's why one of the reasons why we try to keep our prices affordable yeah and so what about the trial period that people can expect yeah so uh right now we're three three days free um so basically no credit card sign up or anything like that you just pop in um put your email in and then you you get guided through so you get three days free and then you can pick a plan to upgrade to yeah i think i think within that three days, you're going to get a pretty good sense of what you can expect and what the experience is, you know, whether you're again, trying to focus or trying to relax or trying to sleep, you're going to, you're going to get it pretty quickly. Um, when you think about, um, tell us, tell us a little bit about some of the, some of the testimonials and, and customer experience, you know, within the three, uh, categories, um, sure. which seems to be the most, uh, most popular, most effective for people. Yeah. So I would say, uh, focus for sure. Um, so focus about 70% of people use, um, um, they come in, they're like, this is great. And they just use this, uh, consistently. Um, but, and we have some really cool testimonials from that, which, which I'm, I'm happy to share. Um, you know, I've gotten people, saying that this is great, this is an indispensable tool, to people saying that this has literally saved their life. Mm. Um, and you know, everyone goes through dark times and that they've used tools like this to be able to um, keep it together and move through. Um, and, and we get a lot of testimonials from people that literally are crying when they're writing the testimonial and they'll, mm. they'll say things. We get videos. Um, we actually have an internal channel of raving fans that we share things and it, it, it really, it's one of the reasons why um, we're all, you know, we all get up in the morning to be able to share and improve the product. Um, so that's something that's, you know, really deep um, and and we're passionate about. 
Um, we also get a lot on the other ones too. So um, a lot of people um, with ADHD that have tried, you know, Adderall or Ritalin or all the other ones, um, people that, um, you know, maybe don't want to or want to take less of it, but still want to be effective. Um, there are some people that have tried us and they, you know, they're like, I didn't know I could focus this well, you know, where they, they thought they knew what peak performance was or peak, peak focus was, and this really showed them that. So that's kind of really cool to see. Um, and then we have other ones where people just haven't slept, um, you know, PTSD, or they feel like they haven't slept the same since they were, you know, 25 years old. And um, for the first time in 10 years, they were able to sleep through the night. Um, so we get a lot of a lot of different ones um, to different kinds of, uh, um, I, like, uh, emotional impact, I guess. Um, I'm just thinking of some of them, and I'm trying to be mm -hmm. private with some of the ones that I've shared. But um, it's it's really exciting to hear that we're making impact. One more quick announcement for one of our sponsors and then right back into the episode. This episode is brought to you by Blue Blocks. I am asked all the time, Sean, what is your most favorite biohacking equipment? And by far, it's Blue Blocking glasses. And Blue Blocks make the best in the world, the highest tested, the highest quality, the most stylish frames. And right now, they have a massive, massive sale. If, you were, if you've been waiting on this and you decided, mm, maybe I'll mm, wait till there's a sale, now's the time. So you can get 20% off orders up to $159, that's US dollars, or you can get 25% off orders over 160 or 30% off orders over 400. So what you can do is you can pick up a couple of different glasses. I love the Sleep Plus. Those are my go-to. I use those every single night when the sun goes down, while I'm watching screens or doing you know, podcast work, and it protects my eyes from strain and also protects my sleep. And while you're there, you can go check out some other really, really cool things. They've got great sleep masks that, that I use, especially when, uh, when I take a nap. I really love them for the nap. They have kids' glasses, and also they have Lumi light bulbs and these Lumi Sleep Plus light bulbs and the Lumi Summer Glow these use the same idea of customizing your light for day or night so that you can sleep well, so that your eyes aren't under strain. Uh, the Lumi Sleep Plus is the world's best zero flicker, low EMF and zero blue light bulb for evening use. And also, and wait there's more, check out their red light panels. These are awesome. They have a couple of different sizes, the Hive Mini, the Hive Demi and the Hive Max. It's the world's best low EMF, no flicker, dual near infrared and red light therapy device. So you want to get your light sorted out. You want to make sure that you're optimizing for light all day, every day, go to blueblocks.com. All right, everybody back to the episode. If you haven't slept, you know, if you haven't had a full night's sleep in a week or a month, let alone a year or two, you know, mm. just popping this thing on and, and listening to you know, beach sleep or thunder sleep or rain sleep and just slipping in. I mean, that's, that's everything we, you know, sleep, sleep is, is, is a, is a meta, as a meta skill. It's a meta habit. You know, if you can get that right, you're going to be okay. You know, you're going to be able, you're going to be able to recover and recuperate. Um, well, this is a question that I like to ask some folks just because, you know, there's always, there's always critics. Um, what, what mm -hmm. are, what are some of the some of the objections that people have to this who have either tried it and they're like, no, this is a bunch of hooey or or for the uninitiated who have not tried it, what do the people that poo-poo it, what, what, what do they try to say? 
I love that you brought this up because I am a critic and uh, you are too. And it's, it's fun to go through this and cause we, we definitely get critics too. Um, you know, we definitely get the people that are, there's no way sound can do this. This is impossible. Um, there's, there's people that um, I did a Reddit AMA like three years ago and people were really um, thinking that they, they felt like I was taking their drugs away from them. <laughs> right. Ah. Um, like, like their like, like Adderall and Ritalin and, and we we're trying to take that away. Interesting. Um, so that was, that's not necessarily critic, but it was like maybe a misinterpretation of our vision because we're trying to be a plus one product. So it's something that is an assistance to wherever you are in life. So if you, you know, have a thing that works for you, then keep doing that plus one. But sometimes people don't have perfect solutions and they have like an 80% and they go through life um, and they're trying to always experiment with things. Um, I think that's how I originally coined myself a biohacker was trying all the different things because it, it, it's just, I didn't have what I really want that I saw other people have. Hmm. Um, and I believe that this is another option for people to you know use and create. Um, there's other critics too that, um, that will try us and they've already decided before they go into it. So they're like, there's no way this is gonna work. And then they listen to it for 10 minutes and they're like, nope, don't feel anything. And yeah. then they write an angry email to us. Um, and I think it's because um, it's really interesting. The technology is subtle. So this isn't brainwashing or um, any of the other kinds of dystopian stuff. Um, this is a, an, a, a small effect like that wind on your back, but it's in your brain. Um, so it, because it's not hypnosis or I shouldn't say that, um, uh, subliminal messaging, sorry, that's the word I was looking for. Um, hypnosis is a whole nother kind of uh, category of stuff. Um, but, uh, as far, because it's not subliminal messaging or any of that stuff, if you go in and say, I am not, this is not going to affect me. Yeah. It's not going to work. So whenever I tell people to try it, it's like, Hey, Put this on, just treat it like background noise, like you would any other song, and just work like you normally would, and the results happen. Um, and they start happening in most people in the first three minutes, mm -hmm. um, and uh, fully activated in about five minutes or so. Um, it could take you up to eight minutes, 10 minutes, depending on your sensitivity levels. Um, and for most people that we've been able to test, um, we see effects um, across the board. So it's, um, you know, that's that's kind of where we're at, and uh, we have a really big mission, and we'll always have critics. But uh, you know, we try uh, to look at all the other people that um, you know are using us and grow. Yeah, one thing uh, that uh, I've come across with um, uh, skeptics is the you know the YouTube skeptics who have the biggest audiences sometimes really help the businesses they're being skeptical of because uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, this is never gonna work. This is BS. No way. You know subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get really pissed off at brain FM because this is, you know, this is snake oil and what it does, it draws really positive attention. And then people are like, Oh, maybe I'll go check it out. And then they check it out and they're like, Oh, so I really like this. This works well. Um, uh, one thing that, that sort of struck me is, as I, as I read through the science was that it, it, a lot of it is highly technical. And I mean, I guess anytime you're dealing with the brain, you are considering, you know, um, a, a really technical um, consideration set for for what goes on, but there's all these references. Um, how long has this idea been around? Like, what what is the sort of um, heritage idea? The sort of um, earlier 
explanation for how something like neural oscillations work? You know, like when, how far back does this go? Yeah, that's great. So I can tell you maybe the inception of, of Brain FM and this kind of idea. Um, oscillations in the brain is actually a, is a very, uh, a, uh, I guess don't quote me on this because I don't have the science yeah, here. Yeah, that's all right. But it, right. It's, a, it's a very well-known um, phenomenon in the brain. So the same technology is actually being used to treat uh, Alzheimer's right now with different kinds of light uh, uh, oscillations, right? So there are, uh, you can do oscillations to actually start recovering tinnitus, right? Like all of this stuff is um, being used in other applications and it's being used by science. Um, oscillations with light have been around a lot longer, um, but it's an effect that, that is measurable in the brain. Um, in audio, in the, in the specific way, uh, or the specific way through audio and through modulations in audio, um, it's actually a pretty relatively new idea. So the inventor of um, the original founder of Brain FM and the inventor, um, he originally patented this idea 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, and what he did is he was very interested in binaural beats and isochronic tones, right? And he actually sold CDs in the past and things like that. Um, and at one time, he, so he was a developer and he's really interested in making those video games you can control with your mind. <laughs> so you ever seen like, and this is a bigger thing like 10 years ago and it's starting to come back because now we have like commercial grade EEGs that people can buy. Um, so it's really exciting. But uh, he used to have these EEGs and, and um, would basically try to um, normalize them so he could say, go left and the video game would go left, you know? And to do that, he, you know, back then he would have to wear them all day. And he started realizing that whenever he plays his guitar, it's a consistent EEG reading and was like, oh, wait a second. And then started using binaural beats and I and started using him himself as the, the um, as like the test dummy, I guess. Right. And started realizing that these aren't as effective. But what if I did this and this and this and kind of stumbled into this idea um, when we originally approached our neuroscientist and brought him on the team, he actually didn't think this was <laughs> something that could be done through audio. Um, and that was one of the reasons why we were able to snag someone um, who's graduating like MIT, Harvard, you know, all that, um, because he was able to show, oh, wait, there's something here. And um, and he's that's one of the reasons why he's uh, been with us uh, for this long and, and why we continue to do science is because this is kind of like a new phenomenon that we've been able to not only investigate and fund, but we've been able to kind of, um, instead of having five year uh, runway from scientific technology breakthrough to consumer, he's at the forefront and opening up the door and it's just immediately being applied to Brain FM. Hmm. So it's a really great relationship we have um, and how the company is set up to be funded. As so, well. So is everybody at Brain FM just totally skeptical and, and <laughs> like going into it thinking there's no way, there's no way. Oh my god, it works. Holy cow, I'm in. I want to be involved. Um, no, not everyone. <laughs> um, some people aren't. Uh, they just they're like, I'm like, hey, this works. They're like, it does. And then they, you know. Okay. So I think it's maybe for people like yourself and myself that are are um, you know maybe sensitive to things. So we we're very aware of stuff, or maybe it's just. Because skeptical is, you know, there's so many people that say things. You want to check it for yourself. Yeah. Um, but what we're trying to do is is really have that that high level of scientific rigor, 
Um, there's a lot of other companies that suggest they can do the same things that we can, but what they do is they say, hey, this is our science. We ask everyone that is a power user how effective they feel. Right. And then it's a, yeah, it's a study, you know? And technically, is that science? Yes. But is it is it the same level of science of renting an fMRI for $200,000? No, it's it's just not, you know? Yeah. Is it the same thing as doing, we do video game testing, so we do like start tasks testing, and we can measure performance over time. Hmm. So that's another way we do stuff. Um, but like the way we're doing it is we're trying to have the highest degree of fidelity so that anyone else that's like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. Great, we have everyone, you know? And um, because that's the main mission to help people. And, and we know that there's people on different, uh, I guess, levels of skepticism. So we cover something higher than any, like I can't, some of the stuff on those scientific papers, I needed to like ask, you know, our neuroscientists teach us because like it's just so such a high level of degree. And that's one of the reasons why our papers are, are like that, because it's it's, you know, um, bleeding edge uh, neuroscience. Uh, here's uh, to that note, um, neural oscillations, populations of neurons can synchronize their activity. Perhaps they communicate across distant brain regions or better perform computations. Neural oscillations that correspond to a critical middle ground linking single neuron activity. Like, whoa. All right, we're getting, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's there, it's, it's cited, it's, it's, um, it's followed up, it's strong. Um, it, all this is obviously on the website for, for folks to go check out for themselves. Um, this is maybe left, well, it is left field, but this is kind of how I do things. Anyway, sure. you know, um, <laughs> I tend to think about like, um, you know, Hertz. I tend to think about vibration. I think, I think it, I tend to think about like, you know, what Tesla said about the, the nature of reality being, uh, being vibration, um, have you delved or thought anything about like the connection between vibration and, and wavelengths and stuff that, uh, that that Tesla did? Uh, so myself personally, I haven't dove into that myself, um, but we uh, definitely have uh, you know scientists as well as musicians that that have. Um, there's, I think, two levels of thinking. So I'm not sure if if uh, you're familiar. There's there's um, there's a whole kind of thinking that uh, the frequency that we use in music or the hertz that we use it should be a different hertz, right? Um, and that there, there's other kind of uh, things. Um, you know where we're at with the whole whole thing is um, we're looking. We're in. So I, I think this is very abstract. It but is. Um, we're in a system, right? And there's a lot of really interesting things to observe in the system. Um, sometimes it's really challenging to observe something in a system if you're in the system yourself. Sometimes you have to have, be on a higher plane. Um, but for where we're concerned is uh, at right now, and you know, I'm only speaking for myself, not necessarily for um, other neuroscientists. Um, but I'm really interested in, okay, we're here. What there's theories, and we can we can like kind of play with theories and stuff. But for right now, mm. what actually has effects that are are shown and, and can be seen um and and not to say that other ones don't exist but for for people th that want to invest time energy in a platform that be able that is able to uh show and prove things that's kind of the stance is like all the stuff that we do has data and science and we're always tinkering and playing with things and testing stuff but we don't deliver it to people unless it it actually 
has been shown to work. Um, and there's just so much, um, and I mentioned this at the beginning, there's just so much stuff that looks really good and it makes sense and then you go test it. Sometimes it doesn't work or sometimes it's something, there's there's noise and data that you then start um, taking apart and then you're like, oh, well, this is actually what's happening. Mm. Um, so super abstract, sorry for that. But no, that's um, okay. I asked a weird that's question. Kinda, yeah, that's kind of how our approach is, is like, um, you know, everything that we found in the data we package and we put out, and then until we find that data, um, we, 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 you know, do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. where we're at. Yeah. What works, what works now is, a, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the abridged version. <laughs> yeah. Does, does yeah. this work now for lots yeah. of people? Yep. Sure does. Um, talk about the, the best ways to use this, because I think, um, for, especially for my audience who are, always looking for cool new stuff to try this is such a i mean three days free to actually test this thing out uh to test this platform out and, and try the different um the different categories do you call them channels different how do you what's the terminology uh, we call them mental states okay. but uh channels is appropriate as well okay. the original idea of brain fm was a uh a brain fm tuner sure kind of like an fm tuner yeah yeah so so uh -huh. um What's the what's best practices? I, you know, I assume that headphones uh, are better than you know just playing it on your computer. You know, what what are some other things that you should do to to get the best results? Yeah, so headphones for sure. Um, you should have those because of some of the uh, fidelity of sound and and the different kinds of patterns that we're doing. Um, what's interesting is that if you're playing it off speakers, if it bounces off things before it enters your ear, um, it can kind of have a degradation on the effects. Um, if you have a really high fidelity, like Sonos and surround sound, you, you can give that a shot. Um, but we've done all of our experiments with headphones on. Um, so that's, that's one note. Um, I always tell people to make sure they drink water. Um, so if you are dehydrated, it actually will, uh, in some cases, maybe even give you a headache. Um, because, uh, so that's like one of the, the quick tips I always say is like when you're actually doing this, just make sure you you're not dehydrated or you're drinking water. Um, it's uh, it's something small, but um, you know every now and again, especially for people in this community who's you know doing all these things. Um, another thing is um, just the application. So what I always say is find out what works for you and experiment. Um, it's it's really important because everyone is different. Um, but some quick starting places is um, I always tell people to try focus first. It's really easy and it's something that you can instantly feel. Um, where relax and sleep, um, you can still feel those, but it takes about 20 minutes to actually feel relaxed or you have to have a full night's of sleep. Um, what I always do, um, some of my, like my morning habit, for example, is waking up and I always have a nice coffee, right? Um, no matter, no matter where I am and I journal. So what I'll be doing is I put brain FM on, um, I pour a nice coffee and I sit down and I always ask myself three questions is, you know, like, what do I need to do today? What's going to make today successful? And then I do a, a structured brain dump and then I kind of categorize my day. Um, and what's happening is while I'm doing that, I'm kind of planning my day and I kind of like, I, I drop into this, this flow state that everyone's, you know, trying to get. Um, and what I always like to do is really use it as a tool and respect the tool. So again, use it any way you want, but, um, I, 
personally do like focus sprints. So I will say, hey, I'm gonna work for 60 minutes and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna accomplish A and B. And then I'll write it down, I put everything on do not disturb and then any thought that comes up and percolates in my mind, I flip that piece of paper over and I write down that thought and then go back into what I have to do to work. Um, and that's really cool because mm. you're literally trying to sprint to the end and then you know you take a you take a break and you say okay what did I accomplish um, okay cool let's dive back in um, but it really depends because there's other days where I'll just throw it on for three hours and power through work so hmm. um, it's getting to know you and how you respond um, and then um, for people who are you know biohackers who are interested in that who, who combo with nootropics um, it goes really well with nootropics as well. It's almost like a guide. So, you know, the most basic yeah. one is like caffeine and L-theanine, right? Um, or like you can throw, you know, you 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 can educate me on this, but um, there's a lot of really interesting things that um, are, go along with that. I would start making sure that Brain FM is effective first and, and get that and, and feel comfortable. And then you could stack on other things on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, I can attest to that. And and I, you know, I take a lot of different things, but but for me, I've been working on getting into that flow state, that focused flow state faster in the morning. You know, I've got two kids who are doing virtual school. And um, for me, I want to I want to get a bulk of my hard work done as early as possible. So what I've been doing is, um, and I'm, I'm not saying everybody should do this, but I've been microdosing psilocybin and, um, um, and then using focus to like power through the things that I can control, the things that I are at the top of my to-do list. <clears throat> I use a six item to-do list technique every single day. So there's six things mm -hmm. that, that I want to focus on and it's, it works. I mean, it works like crazy. Like when you, at the very beginning of our conversation where you said, you know, an hour went by and I was like, Whoa, Holy cow. That's, that's, that's real. When, mm -hmm. when you realize that an hour has gone by and you just got through three of the things on your six things for the day. It's a really amazing feeling. It, it really, it really, uh, it really buoys you up. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a really, uh, it's a really awesome feeling. You know, one thing that sort of struck me. I don't know if you've if you've connected or reached out to Stephen Kotler. Um, yeah, you? I know Stephen. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. he has he use is he using this yet? Uh so I. He should don't be. Don't know if I can publicly say <laughs> that. No, um, <laughs> I, I I know I know people uh, over there, so I know Stephen um, as well as Rianne. Yeah. Um, and they're they're very aware of what we're doing. Uh, we're 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 working on things behind the scenes uh, of some stuff, but um, yeah. it's actually you know Stephen um, who's really popularized all flow and and it's really cool because he lives everything that he represents in all of his books, which is like the coolest thing ever. Um, and he's just so, um, he's probably the most skeptical person I've ever met. Um, mm -hmm. so to hear him even say, yep, I know, I know brain FM, it's a, it's a real deal. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Ski, write books and take care of dogs. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, I've had, uh, I've had Rian on the, on the podcast and, and oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Met up with Steven at a, at an event here in Seattle. Um, awesome. Well, I, I think everybody should try it. Um, before I, I flat out, I, what, what do you have to lose? You know, uh, if you think that you're performing at a high level already and you're listening to like NPR in the background or music soundtracks, or, you know, your kids running amok in the living room, you should really try this because 
the proof is in the pudding. And once you realize that it really does help you zero in, it really does sort of Here's the here's the way I think of it. We all have a bunch of tabs open, right? If if you don't have four or five tabs open, bless you. If you know, I think most of us have, you know, 15 or 20 <laughs> at any given time. You know, what this what this might actually do is help you not check your email tabs and not check your friggin' crypto updates, but like actually focus on the thing that is going to make the biggest difference in your life that's going to help you perform at a, at a higher level. So before I think everybody should try this, you know, you, you, what do you have to lose? Uh, before I ask the, the the final question, which is a fill in the blank question, um, where can people? Pretty obvious, but where can people go to learn more? Where can they follow you personally? What socials? Give us our give us your vitals. Yeah, so uh, you could just go to brain.fm. Um, so it's it's brain.frenchmalaysia <laughs> for that, um, or you can go in the app store and, and search for brain.fm. We're in apps there as well. Um, and then, you know, if you want to follow me, I actually, I'm not really on socials a lot. Um, you know, if you want to follow me, I'd, I'd say suggest following the company. Um, I, I, every, all my minutes go into building this. Um, and, uh, that's my, that's the reason why I get up at every day in the morning. Um, so yeah, give it a try. Um, you can always reach out to me at dan at brain.fm. If you want to share your personal experience or feedback, more than welcome to, I read all my emails. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so this is the final question, and, and it, you know we didn't really talk much about your journey as an entrepreneur. I'm sure that there's there's a whole lot more that that, uh, that you didn't share, lots of good stories and so forth. But this last question is a fill in the blank question, and this can be regarding anything. You know, um, any any of your experience, wisdom that you have to share, and uh, it's a fill in the blank, and you can um, you can elaborate either as much or as little as you wish. Um, but please fill sure. in the blank. Uh, Everyone would benefit from knowing. Hmm. I would probably answer that and say everyone would benefit from knowing that you truly can do anything. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of parents, they tell their kids, hey, you can do anything when you want. And I think as we get older, it's really easy to stop believing in that. Um, or, or be limited. And sometimes it's other people put limits on us and it's sometimes we put our s limits on ourselves. And, um, I truly believe that everyone has unlimited potential. Um, and, and, you know, even if people have forgot that they can regain it because that is, that is what human being human is, hmm. um, is being able to realize that. And, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Well said. Dan, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. My pleasure. This is great. And scene. Cool. That was fun. Yeah, that was great. I really enjoyed this episode because this provides such a great tool. You know, if you can biohack things without having to ingest things, you know, less is more, I think, when it when it comes to optimizing your performance. And and this is just a really great example of technology that technology that's available to you that might have a massive impact that doesn't affect your body in a negative way. So you don't have to ingest a bunch of things or, you know, um, put your body through undue stress. But, you know, when it comes to focusing and using sounds to focus better or to relax or to sleep, I just, I just really love this. 
more cool biohacking stuff every week, every week. That's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, I just want to thank you to Natural Stacks, a long time, long time supporter, long time sponsor. And um, they make my favorite nootropic of all time, which is Neurofuel. Neurofuel is far and away my favorite nootropic. And it's not habit forming. In about 15 or 20 minutes, I can feel my brain start to focus, start to dial in a little bit. And it's not... Uh, it's not like edgy, you know, like it's, it's Adderall. It has the same sort of effect as Adderall, but without like the jaw clenching and uh, all the other negative stuff that goes along with it. I really dig it. And also I love on the opposite side of the spectrum is the serotonin brain food. A little feel good in the afternoon, a little chill out, a little like, Hey, I'm going to start to wind down for the night, especially if you're under a ton of stress. Uh, and, and I would make a suggestion if you want to figure out what sort of your dominant neurotransmitters are, go take the Braverman test, go find it online, take the Braverman test and see which neurotransmitters you're dominant in and then make choices on which, uh, brain food lines that you want to focus on. So you can go to naturalstacks.com and use the code OPP15 for 15% off. And you can figure out whether or not you need a little bit more dopamine in your life or acetylcholine in your life. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Also subscribe. Also check out seanmccormick.com and uh, more to come as always. Thanks for listening.